choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? This is, uh, Kells. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Radio, episode 155. I'm back in my regular scheduled time, channel, and programming. Um, what up, everybody? Uh, hope everybody doing well. So, um, let's just jump right into this. I don't know how long it's gonna be. Um, but I've been doing good on time. Or have I? I don't know. I know I did good on time last week. Um, so... Start with yours and negative two. It's going out to LeBron James for beating the Boston Celtics. Fuck the Boston Celtics. Fuck Boston. Fuck all these sports teams. Fuck everything about them. Um, not going to lie, though. Um, Boston, I mean, they look good. They they look better than we do after all this tanking and stuff that we did to get all these first-round players. And, I mean, we, we good, but, like, they ain't even had their starters in, and they just handled us. Um some of it might have been getting out coached. I don't know, but I don't know. The, the Sixers are still a few pieces away, and I'm not sure what those pieces are because we're not tanking anymore. So um, I don't know. They got me a little shook. I mean, again, you know, we, we was 10 wins like a few years ago, and we made the first round of playoff, but we just got handled so summarily by by them. Um, and they're a young team, and we're a young team. Um, but we do got more – we do have more flexibility going forward than they do. Um and maybe we just need one piece, like a LeBron James. I don't know. So, but shout out to him. Like, they, they, Boston swore they had that game in the bag. I didn't, um, watch the, I, I didn't watch the whole series because, y'all, the NBA finals, I mean, I watched, this is the most I've watched because the Sixers were in it. But usually, I don't watch the playoffs to the finals because just basketball, I just, it's too many games to be going too long. I don't be caring about most of these teams. You know, when it be Milwaukee versus Cleveland, I don't give a fuck about neither one of them teams. When it be like, you know, OKC versus, I don't know, the Pelicans, I don't be giving a fuck about none of them teams. So I usually wait to the semifinals or the finals or when it's, you know, two teams that I want to see play, Golden State versus whoever, you know. But um, I watched a good deal of them this season because, you know, the Sixers are in and then, you know, um, I just wanted to see if LeBron was going to pull it off of Boston, and he did. Um, and, you know, I, and, and the Houston and the Golden State series, I, you know, I'll say, I mean, I think I think the betting, you know, the odds are that, that LeBron is not going to be able to beat Golden State for seven games. But, like, after the way Golden State put the – Houston stretched them to seven games, and they weren't playing that great. It's, and, I mean – so, I mean, I know. The chances that he's going to beat the Golden State for seven games is slim to none. But it'd be interesting to see because if he does pull it off, um, you know, it'll be a feat. So, and, and people talking about they tired of watching Golden State Cleveland. I'm tired of watching Cleveland, I will admit, because I don't like the way Cleveland plays. Braun or no Braun, this ugly ball. It's that one-on-one ball. Isolate for Braun balls. I don't like it. It's boring. It's not a, it's an ugly game. Um but, you know, who else you want to see? I mean, I guess the Celtics and Golden State would, would have been. I don't know. I, I don't know who else y'all want to see. Like, y'all tired of Golden State and Cleveland. 
But who y'all want to see? Niggas talk about these parodies. Nobody want to see that shit. Like, y'all say that shit because it sounds good. Oh, it's always the same teams. Yeah, it's the same teams in the major markets, the teams that have story histories that people like. Nobody want to see. Y'all say that shit till you watching Milwaukee and fucking OKC in the final. And don't nobody want to see that shit. I remember that year. It's a different sport, but still it was baseball. And um, the World Series, like Kansas City and and Louisville or something like or was it it was like Kansas City and whatever that city is across the yeah I think it's Louisville like whatever them two cities it was like Kansas City Royals versus Kansas City uh, whatever the Kansas City baseball team is but it was like all middle shit that was the worst shit ever. They, that shit that had the lowest ratings ever. Like, nobody wants to say that. Y'all say that parody shit. Niggas want to see Miami. They want to see the Celtics. They want to see the Lakers. They want to see Golden State. They want to see, um, you know, Dallas, maybe. I don't even want to see the Knicks, to be honest. I, I, I done talked about the Knicks before. Y'all swear y'all story franchise. I just disagree. I just disagree. The last time y'all won a championship, I wasn't even born yet, and I'm old. Um, or was I? Maybe they won one in the 70s. I think they won one right at time, right around the time I was born, and not too long after I was born. But like this, y'all, the Knicks is like y'all. This, Knicks fans are delusional. Like this story franchise, like y'all don't, y'all not story like at all. Like y'all have very little championships, and the one that y'all won was like a decade, forty, fifty years ago. Like the Lakers is a story franchise, the Celtics is a story franchise. Shit, the Sixers ain't a story franchise, but they got more of a story than the Knicks do. Like I just don't understand like why the Knicks think that they are, like, this big... I mean, y'all a big TV market because y'all New York, but that's it. Like, nobody else anywhere in the country gives a fuck about the Knicks. The Bulls, the, the Detroit, all these Eastern Conference teams that niggas was liking. Like, nobody gave a fuck about the Knicks. So, um, y'all just never been that good. Um, yeah, so, shout out to LeBron James, yours and Necker, too. All right, so, moving on. And I got a few topics here. Might not talk about all of them, so I said I don't know how long it's going to take. So first, let me just shout out real quick. Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. I've been watching. I know a lot of y'all too good, and y'all above the ratchet and all that. But I like to be entertained. Especially in these dark, trying times. And um, yesterday, that joint was on 10. Because Tommy is clearly alcoholic and clearly got a drinking problem. And she went off on the crew and everything and got arrested and got banned from the set and the, and the show for that the rest of that season and not filming with her. And, um, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I think they could, uh, Mimi is on there with her new, new little girlfriend, but they don't have too much airtime. Um, it's mainly Carly spinning up mess and these other new, I don't know. Some of these new chicks I'm not crazy about. Rashida and Kurt, same old, same old, but. Shout out to it, because yesterday that shit was, was turned up. So I just wanted to um, give a shout out. I want to give another shout out to Rihanna. She's coming. She's in the studio. She's holed up in London. She watched the finals on the laptop and shouted out LeBron, but she's coming. Um, hopefully the rollout, <laughs> hopefully the rollout won't be like it was with Anti. She just have us waiting indefinitely. I don't think it will, because, um, you know, the thing about Anti, when she started, she really, when she started showing herself in the studio, like, actually showing herself, it came out, like, not too long after that, but, I don't know, I just, that, that shit had almost broken nigga down the way for that, I really hope this one is not like that, and I don't think it will be, like, I don't know, I don't know if she would drop it for the summer, or she'd wait till the fall, I don't really know, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming this, she's still recording, so, we'll see, but, I needed to drop, because, um, 
I got it. I said this before when Anti came out. I said Anti was her album where she broke the mold, where she had to be like, look, I need to, this is what I want to do. I need to show y'all I could do something else and not just this constant, you know, turning out pop tunes. And so now that, and, and she did that when she was 27, I think it came out. So she's 30 now. So most artists, like, they're long, long-term long artists, like artists who have longevity like Rihanna has, they do most of their, like, best work. And if, like when at thirty, like when they get thirty in their thirties, that's usually when like Madonna, Mariah, Michael, Janet, um, Stevie, some of their best work was done in their thirties. So Rihanna's just turning thirty. So I feel like this album, I have a feeling that this album following up anti now that she's done what she wants to do and broke out the mold and been like you know stretched her wings a little bit. I think this one coming is gonna be a banger. I think this is gonna be the album where niggas is like whoa. Whoa, um, you know, so I'm I'm excited. She's coming. I'm looking forward to it. The Diamond Ball is going to be in September, so I'm I'm thinking that she's probably going to roll it out sometime either right before or sometime prior to the Diamond Ball, so that she can sing some of the songs of the Diamond Ball. I could be wrong, but I just I have a feeling that that's what's gonna gonna happen. Okay, um, shout out to the Russian journalist who uh, faked his own death. I guess. Nigga, good idea. <laughs> like, dude who said people was trying to kill him. It was a plot. He knew people was trying to kill him. He had to figure out who it was. And so he faked his own death. Didn't even tell his wife. They thought he was murdered. Um, and then he popped up today back on TV. I had not followed the story, but I know in Russia they throw reporters and journalists out the window. Um, Putin does. And, um, you know, I guess he got a hold of He found out somebody's trying to kill him. And he was like, all right, I'm going to fucking act like I'm dead. And then we're going to figure out who's trying to kill me. So, bravo. And he popped up and he's alive. Um, you know, checkmate. Good on you. You know, it's just, I, it's so much going on. I didn't even have time for that shit. Like, I was just like, oh, another story. Um, Melania Trump ain't been seen in public in 19 days. I think they said she had some kind of... Uh, kidney operation and was in the hospital for a little bit and I think they said there was some kind of complications I'm not sure but she hasn't really been seen since then and then it started to be mentioned and then you know your Russian bot Russian accounts started tweeting you know in very the same language it sounds like when Trump tweets talking about she's at the White House and she's resting I don't know I don't think that I believe that I don't think people believe that um so I don't know, the whereabouts of Melania Trump are a mystery and unknown at this time. Um, Alright, so, knock all those out to get into the meat. So, which one do I want to start with? I want to start with Pusha versus Drake. So, start at the beginning. So, Pusha T who has been rapping about cocaine for, like, the past 20 years. Look, God bless him. I like the clips. I like grounding. But what was that, 98? I don't even know when that shit came out. Um, this, this nigga just, all his albums, same thing. He pushing coke. He moving coke. He moving dope. Look, I get it. Somebody said, you know, they like the 80s, the 90s drug raps that takes them back. I valid. I get it. I just, I don't want to hear that shit in 2018. Like, you, like I, I just don't. Um, so I'm not a Push T fan. He's a one trick pony to me. Like I just don't know how many times I don't like in any of these fan, fan, fantasy rappers. It's also why I don't like Rick Ross. Like you know, I, I just I can't. I don't know. Like you could be some. Everybody knows rap is like kind of a show and not really real. But you gotta have it. Gotta be 
you can't jump so far out the window with the fantasy like Rick Ross naming yourself after an actual kingpin who's still alive and acting like you're running drugs to poor somebody. That's super corny to me. I know people like Rick Ross. I don't. I just think that's corny. Like, I don't think you can just be totally making shit up in your records, like, and be a rapper. You know, I just don't. So, that shit has never resonated with me. Push the same thing. Like, nigga, you, 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 you wasn't doing all that. You might have been selling a few crack rocks, a little bags, maybe, maybe at one time you had a brick or whatever, but you niggas act like y'all was Griselda Blanco or somebody, y'all just were not, but he put out this new LP, or EP, I don't know, I can't tell, I don't know nothing about it, I wasn't gonna listen to it, won't listen to it, but the first thing I would like to say is he put this rude, disrespectful ass cover on his album, they, yay did it, but still, he allowed it to be done, and he put it out with his name on it, so he did it also, of, so back in the 90s when Whitney was really or maybe early 2000s, I don't remember when it was um, Whitney was really really just deep, deep, deep in her addiction Bobby Brown's sister uh, went and took a picture of her bathroom with like drugs and stuff all over the counter, paraphernalia I don't think it was drugs, but it was like paraphernalia all over the countertop and sold it to the National Enquirer and the National Enquirer had it on the front of the paper and it was just like very, you know, Whitney talked about it later, it was very, it was invasion of her privacy, it was a very, I mean, they, they clowned her, you know what I mean, they dragged her through the mud, like, Whitney, white people reveled, and they took so much pleasure in bringing Whitney down, because Whitney was just this big, pristine icon, and they just loved, 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 just calling her crackhead, and dragging her through the mud, like, all they icons ain't also succumb to drugs, but whatever, but it was just a very, it was just a very, um, scant, uh, scandalized and just very distasteful story because of how cause it's how it was done, like this was when you know, and she's told the story later this is when she was trying to break up with Bobby and he was just, I'm not a fan of Bobby Brown, I think he is a, he is not a good person and everybody tries to turn you know, um, exonerate him because well he didn't get with me on drug yet, he did not it, he did not she's acknowledged that, her family has acknowledged that, that he did not get her on drugs, but I maintain that he was not of any assistance to her, and he was jealous of her, and he couldn't take her shine, and that's part of the pressure that brought her down, and that's evidenced, so whatever, I'm not a fan of Bobby Brown, but he puts this on his album cover, very disrespectful, and nothing else to say about that, and there's people online, black people who want to talk about his art and y'all want to be in, in denial and this is the real side of drugs like what the fuck are you talking about everybody who's in denial Whitney Houston is fucking dead in her grave what five years now six years now nobody's in denial we knew she was on drugs but if you you think that that's okay to take to pay money for a picture that invaded her privacy when she was alive that that injured her, and that she's talked about how hurtful it was to her when she was alive to have her closest people who was close to her betray her in that way and sell it to the National Enquirer, the tabloids, who y'all all fucking hate, to take that picture and put it on the album cover, and you gonna just sit there and tell me, oh, that's that's art, and that's reality, and there's two sides of the drug game. Really? Whitney Houston is the only motherfucker in the world that ever succumbed to drugs? Whitney Houston ain't got nothing to do with your motherfucking album. Motherfucking Kanye West have been on cocaine and talking about he got opal you want to show both sides, show that nigga, show your countertop, show the drugs you doing, so like, Whitney Houston ain't got nothing to do with this Whitney Houston was a motherfucking legend you, you some fucking rapping ass nigga, like you think you a genius but, 
you know, and you got some bops, I ain't gonna lie, but you ain't Whitney Houston, all right? Whitney Houston is, is the singer that taught, as your favorite singer's favorite singer, all right? Her fucking voice, the voice is gonna go down in history. And she was a lovely lady, she had her demons, she battled her demons, we all know, but by all descriptions and by all the, everybody who ever known her and everything we've ever known to her, she was a good, giving, sweet, down-to-earth lady who, quite frankly, opened the door for a lot of you black bitches and black fucking fuck niggas that's being so disrespectful about her now and been calling her crackhead and all that shit. Because let me tell you something, I don't know if you know, but I'm old enough to remember when MTV and radio and all that wouldn't play y'all nigger-ass music. Okay, it was all pop and all white, and Michael Jackson came through and kicked the doors open to MTV, and he was the only black artist on MTV, but because of Michael Jackson, then Prince came out and they put Prince on TV, so then it was Prince and Michael Jackson was the two niggas on MTV, and then Whitney Houston came, and it was Prince, Michael Jackson, and Whitney Houston, and so them three right there opened a lot of doors and Whitney Houston opened a lot of doors for a lot of you motherfuckers that's on here defending this album cover now like that's not disrespectful that's disrespectful you don't do shit like that, that woman is dead and in her grave and minding her business wherever she is and they had nothing to do with that, what are you talking about, who does that that is some vile, black people don't do shit like that, and y'all motherfuckers out there in Hollywood on that bullshit, talking about, oh, it's art, it ain't no motherfucking art, them motherfuckers just doing shit for shock, and calling y'all dumbasses, call it genius, and call it art, and call it, oh, it's two sides, nigga, it's, they don't, it's so many fucking drug pictures, or whatever the fuck, you could've, you could've put anything on there, you could've went to the south side of Chicago, you went in your own backyard, don't bull Whitney Houston in that bullshit, that shit is disrespectful, and for you other dumb motherfuckers, talking about, y'all just wanna get mad, ain't nobody even know that was Whitney Houston, no, you didn't know it was Whitney Houston, because you don't know enough to even have an opinion, but here you all talking, because everybody who was alive back then knew what that picture was immediately, because it was a huge, huge story, because it was like, the confirmation, actually, or there was rumors, but nobody really, you know, she denied, nobody really knew, but when we saw that picture, it was like confirmation that, wow, Whitney is really on this stuff bad, and she has spoken about it since, of how horrible it was, so, it don't, her, her dumb ass, her face don't have to be on it, everybody knew that that was Whitney Houston, that's why that motherfucking fuck nigga paid $85,000 to put it on the album cover, because he knew that that's what, what it was, and everybody else knew, too, and if your ass didn't know, then you didn't have enough background, and you need to shut the fuck up, that shit was, it was fucking disrespectful, somebody did that shit to your grandmother, your sister, everybody in their family will beat their ass, Cause you don't black, I don't know, white people, they can do whatever they want to do, that shit is savage, they treat their people however they want to, black people don't do shit like that, you don't respect dead people like that, I don't give a fuck what they did, you don't disrespect the dead like that, period, and you damn sure don't disrespect somebody that's a legend like Whitney, what if your motherfucking sister or, or mother or somebody has succumbed to drugs, and somebody fucking went and found some picture that some, that some fucking asshole took her high or her, you know, her privacy invaded and went and put it on their album cover? It'd be disrespectful then, right? If somebody had somehow got a picture of Kim tied up or the room with the bathtub where they put Kim in and put that on the album cover, that, you, that would be disrespectful, right? That would be wrong, right? It would be. It would be. It'd be very wrong and it'd be very disrespectful because you don't do shit like that. You don't exploit people. Like, that woman has family still alive. I mean, rest in peace, her child, her daughter is dead, but she got family still alive. You think that's not hurtful to her family? That's, that's, you don't do shit like that. I'm sorry. 
And if anybody defending that, y- y'all motherfuckers go to hell too. That's ignorant as fuck. That's disrespectful as fuck. And if I if you don't understand why, then I don't know what to tell you. That was horrible. Okay, that was the first thing. But on that album, he had a song. I again, I didn't know. I didn't know until I heard Jake Drake's response because I'm not, never gonna listen to no Pusha album. Okay, but I guess on there he diss Drake in some kind of way. So Drake, you know, being Drake, had a diss track ready. I forgot the uh, Duppy Freestyle. Where he basically just was like, nigga, you don't sell drugs. You, you're acting like you a thug. You're approachable guy. I mean, it was a, it, it was a hot day. It was a diss. It got, it, 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 it was a hard diss. And let me say this before I go on. You know, a lot of people, you ain't got to like Drake. I've, I had my issues with a lot of Drake's music. I hated views. I hate this, a lot of this smooth jazz bullshit. I like rapidly rap Drake, right? A lot of this other shit, you can keep it. I think he's misogynistic. I think the nigga is, you know... 35 years old, so how old he is, still whining about these bitches, I think he's rich and successful, but, you know, always complaining and shit, I think the nigga's generally unhappy, or just got a chip on his shoulder that he can't knock off, whatever, a lot of issues with Drake, but the nigga makes bops, and again, I like, um, rapidly rap Drake, um, but he, um, you know, a lot of y'all don't like Drake, y'all got, y'all, y'all reasons, y'all issues, y'all think that that ghostwriting thing was a diss, it was, I always thought that was stupid. I thought Meek played himself because there's a difference between a, a ghostwriter and somebody who writes for you in secret, who doesn't take credit, and it's a secret. If you credit a nigga on the album, if you put his name on the album as a co-writer, then it's not a ghostwriter. It's a co-writer. Same as all the other writers on the album. So, call it this. It was that whole you don't write your own shit was never a diss. It was always corny. You niggas going up about it. It uh, sounds stupid. Meek sounded stupidest because he's in the music business. He should know. It can't be a ghostwriter if it's credited. It's not something that's hidden if it's credited. It's on the goddamn credits. That's letting you know this dude contributed. So I never thought that was just thought that was corny. But a lot of you niggas, like, you know, these, like, Drake, when Drake drops the disc record, Drake takes headshots, and a lot of you motherfuckers, if a nigga ain't calling you names and calling you a bitch, and th- then y'all think that it's not, oh, that was lukewarm, that wasn't Drake takes headshots Drake, Drake disses people the way somebody who was not maybe didn't get the girls wasn't popular, maybe always got paid, wasn't that dude but stayed back and watched and plotted and planned and was like, I'ma fucking go grow up, and I'ma be rich, and I'ma be a rapper, whatever, and I'ma fucking get all these niggas he hasn't, he has he's one of those people, there are people like that y'all niggas don't know cause, you know, y'all childish and y'all think it's all about, you know roasting and all that, and it is, but some people you know, they, you, you, you roasting them, but they, they, they taking notes of all of that, when, and when they, when they come up, and you a broke nigga, still trying to talk about shit that happened in high school, and now they got all the money, now here they come for their revenge, Drake is one of them niggas, Drake's this is cut to the heart, he cuts to the heart of the matter, um, he put, and, 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 and Duppy Freestyle did, and then, and, and for me, Here's the thing, here's why, I, here's why Drake is on top, and Drake is gonna be on top, and you can't really knock Drake off, even though Pusha came through with some disrespectful shit, but here's the thing, the battle rap, rap, first of all, rap started out as battle, who was better at the rhyming, right, that's what rap started out as a battle rap, and the thing, and, I, and I'm old nigga, I grew up, I remember, the sh- I grew up on rap, rapping me is basically the same age, right, Gen X, we grew up on rap, I've seen it from the very first rapper to up till now, so, 
I am qualified to speak. Anybody of Gen X who who grew up, who remember Run DMC and the Sugar Hill Gang and the first the fucking Daha Daha, the rapping Duke and all that shit, we we grew up on rap. I would think I was six or seven years old when rap started. Okay, but my whole life I've seen and heard it all. Rap battles first started when it was the LL versus the Cool Mo D. When it was the um, I don't know MC Light versus everybody. When it was uh, whoever. The thing about a rap battle originally was that you had to be, you couldn't just be good at the bars. I mean, you could be good at the bars, but you had, basically a rap, a rap battle is a read. I told y'all last week, a lot of these, you know, terms and stuff that we use now comes from gay culture. In gay culture, they have, the, if you watch this movie called Paris is Burning, it's explained, they have this thing called reading, which is basically you're cutting somebody down to size with facts, right? Like he said, I don't have to tell you you're a mess. You know you're a mess. So reading started with you cut, you take a person, your hair, your hairline is crooked, you ashy, you dusty. You're, you're, you're using things that are factual. You're not making shit up, right? And you do it in a clever way, and that's a read. Okay, that's what battle rap started at. You could, it wasn't enough to just have cool words and punchlines and all of that. You could have that. But if the dude that you rapping against had that and also had facts, he's talking about your mom. Look at your jeans, they fucked up. You ain't got no girls. You're broke. You, you, you know, you got roaches. Whatever the case is, you are hit, you hit somebody with personal things. They had to be true. They had to be real. You couldn't be making shit up or you couldn't just say whatever. You couldn't memorize some shit. That's you wasn't going to win. You had to know how to rap, number one. And then what you were saying had to be true. You had to be dissing. It's disrespect. You had to be dissing a dude. The only way you could diss a dude is to say things that are true about him. Your mom's on crack. Whatever. You don't, you, you shoot, what are those? You, you shoot, you know? So that's the thing about Drake's rap. You can say he's corny. You can say whatever. But his raps. When he hits these things, when he hit Meek, rap about the plug, but I never saw the plug face, he's telling the truth about people. And that's why you niggas, when y'all come with, oh, Meek killed him with the ghost right? No, he didn't. Because Meek wasn't, he, that was not a fact. That was not a fact. You're talking, he doesn't have a ghostwriter. It's credited. So you're not, your diss is dumb. Like, it's not accurate. Drake hit you with real shit. You on your girl tour. It's not a world tour. Your girl took you on tour. You can't sell out arenas like that. Facts. And that's what you do, niggas. A lot of times when y'all, I don't argue with y'all. Because y'all be talking about dumb shit. That's ether better than takeover. Niles is just calling names. All you ugly, your big lips, all this and all that. Okay, okay. But play ether now and play takeover now. Jay was talking straight facts. You got 10 albums. One of them's hot. I, I'll sell you. I did this. I had ten straight summers. I got these. I'm 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 talking facts. You talking about I'm ugly and all this all this name calling shit. Which all right, whatever, cool. But that shit ain't on the same level. You can't. You know. You 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 on the high school basic calling me names level. I'm telling you facts. I'm telling you your yeah, yeah, albums is trash. You're not woke. You're not as smart. You're a nigga real koofy. Don't mean that he's bright. You don't understand what he's saying. Don't mean he's bright. Just you don't understand all the bullshit that he writes. Those are facts. That's how that's how you battle. So, and that's what Drake does really well, really, really well. And that's why you can't. And he's and not only does he does it for his opponent, as much as he gets on my nerves with this bullshit, he does it on himself. He's the most introspective rapper there is. Like he tells, he's reveals himself and raps. So when a nigga is like that, 
you can't just diss him by like telling shit or calling them names or whatever. Like, what are you gonna say? Are you gonna call me corny? All right, dude. But um, hey, I happen to have all the reps on the chart. I'm sold out. You know, I'm the hottest rapper in the game. Nobody's better than me. You want to call me corny? All right. I don't know. Maybe you should get corny like me because you you're not on my level. You think I'm? I get all the bad bitches. I mean, you know, whether I can keep them or not, I get them. You know, it's no, it's nothing you could do that I can't do. I, I sell out shows, so I mean, if I'm corny, all right, I'll be that. You know, that's why Drake wins. And that's why you niggas hollering all the shit y'all holler sound dumb. Because it's like, you, it's nothing, you can't come at this nigga no way. Until Pusha T dropped his response. He took a little bit, um, I guess over the holiday weekend, and he responded. And Lord have mercy, he talked about this man's mother, he talked about his father, he said your raps has been bitter, because you mad, because your dad left you when was five, your dad never, I mean, push it just because, because in Drake, Duffy Freestyle, Drake mentioned his fiance, now, nigga, the, the universal rap rule is when you battling me, battle me, don't bring my family and all of that shit into it, Drake mentioned his girlfriend, so he crossed the line. So once you do that, and again, I'm old. I grew up in, you know, Jay-Z said he left condoms on your baby seat. You new niggas don't, don't really know what rap is. Y'all got bad about that Kid Cudi shit. He wasn't even going that Kid Cudi. Talking about he making fun of his mental illness. No, he didn't. All the nigga said was like, yo, you been taking pills and tripping out, and now you in the mental house, and I hope you be all right, but yo, nigga, you was bugging. Now, I don't know how that is ever making fun of mental illness, but to y'all, that was just crossing line. That was like, oh, my God, that bullshit wasn't nothing. Um... So, but <laughs> this freestyle push a drop. He accused Drake of it. now. This rumor I had heard it, and a lot of people had heard it about Drake supposedly getting his porn star knocked up. Um, and then you know it was a rumor going around, rumor going around. Then he made a statement. He released a statement saying that it wasn't true. Now I let it go because I heard the statement, but I did notice that it was a statement. It wasn't like. Yo, the DNA came back and it's not his. It was just like basically a statement. You can put when yo these NDAs, you can get people to do whatever you want. So you can pay this girl money and tell her, yo, as part of the NDA, I'm gonna say it's not. So I wasn't ever, I didn't think about think anything about it in either way. But I kind of was like, mm, I don't know that that was story because usually he's been accused of getting people pregnant a lot of times, and usually it's just like some random groupie, and it turns out he never met the girl or whatever. She it's just obvious she's lying. But this one. I was like, eh, I don't know. So now Pusher is claiming that he did get the girl pregnant and that he's not acknowledging the kid and keeping her out of the country, and it's a secret. Now, on top of, on top of talking now about his mom and his daddy, he brought that up. Now, you know, if that's true, which is still a big if, because, again, Drake denied it, but... I tend to think it's true. I've always kind of tend to think it was true just because it was just the story about, it was just fuzzy to me. I'm like, I don't know. I think that might be true. And I still think it might be true. And the thing about it is Drake, if that's true, unless Drake, unless Drake comes back with something super hard to shut, push down again, which a lot of people don't think he will, but I don't think y'all know the uh, power of a petty light skin nigga. Because trust me, I'm I, he wasn't even talking about me, my mama, or me, or or nothing. But all night I've been thinking about the ways I would attack that nigga. It's not. I mean, I'm a, to me, the shit was cold, but it really wasn't that deep. It was just uh, besides the shit about the kid, 
it was a lot of name calling, again, it was like a lot of name calling, and honestly, like, it wasn't that deep, like, if you really listen to it, it's, it's a lot of, like, um, colorism in it, and it's a lot of, like, stupid, it's a lot of, listen, Drake is a smart guy, Drake is a smart dude, and I think, I think that that's a lot, people talking about he can't say nothing, I think he can say a lot back, I think he could take the approach with, like, nigga, you ignorant, you talking all this dumb shit, I'm not really black, and all of this, it's a lot of shit that you put this, you put this blackface shit out, like, like, that's something, mean something, but your boss is a goddamn MAGA supporter, like, all y'all coons over there following this Trump support, like, dog, if you think it's nothing that Drake can come back, then you not that bright either, because that, that joint was deadly, but it wasn't deep, that shit was actually very ignorant, it was very ignorant and very not woke, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, it was, like, oh, you was afraid, you're not really black, and you was afraid that your hair wouldn't kink up, like, you sounded like y'all do on Twitter, when y'all be trying to tell, you know, tell people who ain't black and what's black, so, Drake could do a lot with it, um, if he wants to, he could really just come back with like, nigga, you dumb, your boss is dumb, your boss is running around going up to see Trump, like, all y'all niggas is fucking, you calling me a coon, and, and bringing out a blackface picture, your boss is running around with a MAGA hat, like, it's shit that Drake could say, and Drake's a bright guy, and he's light-skinned, he's a scorpion, and he's petty, and if y'all think that motherfucker can't come back, that's why y'all got the issues y'all got now, that's why y'all be 35 years old on Twitter, still mad at that light-skinned dude, because you thought he was a punk, and he came back and fucking embarrassed you, so, um, yeah, because light-skinned dudes been fighting all their life, um, but, the thing about the kid, I think it might be true, and if it's true, either Drake, I just don't know how you could be coming at a dude like Pusher, and think he wasn't gonna find that out, unless you, unless you setting, everybody like, oh, Pusher playing chess, he just shot that first shot to get Drake to pop up, maybe maybe, maybe or maybe Drake is the one playing chess we'll see, cause Drake has been known as a long time chess player so, maybe Drake is the one cause Drake had that shit real ready like he knew he was gonna get dissed on the record, like alright, I'ma put this out, this nigga gonna respond and then when, when he responds, then I'ma drop this shit on his head, do not underestimate Drake at all, um it's, but it ain't gonna be easy, cause Push it, listen, Push it, <laughs> Push it has some shit on there, that shit about that kid, that shit wasn't no name calling, the only thing is, if, if when he went on the radio, see, I thought, I when I first heard it, I was like, oh my god, this nigga's not playing, cause I thought he had took that time to go find out, like, yo, I know this is a rumor, I know she denied it, but yo, let's pay whoever we gotta pay, let's do the, let's do the research, let's figure out if this shit is true or not, and he had confirmed, like, yo, this nigga really has a kid, that's what I thought, but when he went on the radio today, he didn't sound like that at all, he was repeating just the shade room rumor, he didn't say, I expected him to be like, yeah, it was a rumor, you know, and he put this statement out saying it wasn't his, but actually we did the research, we found out, he didn't say none of that, he was just basically repeating, it was like he was reading it off a blog, like, yeah, they say his name is Adi Don and all this, and I was like, oh, so, you didn't do no research, you just repeating these shave, these shave room rumors, and then you didn't even do the part where he denied it, like, so it don't, you know, like, you, he was, pushing was, the impression he gave me, like, he thought he was telling new news that nobody knew, and I'm like, nah, that rumor had been out, and he even issued a statement, so, now I'm thinking it wasn't as thought out as, as, as I thought, like, oh, this nigga's just repeat, cause he was like, so he got an answer for that, and I'm like, well, he already answered for it, he put out a statement saying he denied it, so he don't really got an answer for it if it's not true, now if it's true, yeah, he gotta say something, but if it's not true, he really don't have to, I mean, he should, 
because you brought it up, but he already denied it, so he doesn't have to answer for it, it's not like he didn't know, he already answered for it, like, you didn't know, right, so, now I'm just like, uh, I don't know, Pusher, like, if you, if it turns out that that's not true, you know, he gonna really, he can really come back on you, but I tend to think it might be, because that allegation about the Adidas ad and all that, that was very specific, that was very specific, that it was going to be called Adidon, and that he was going to reveal his son in this ad, so, that's very specific, so, we'll see, and if that's the case, look, Drake is going to be alright, because there's millions of people who don't know who, us. it's only us rap, like, hardcore, really, rap people who know who Pusha T is, half, millions of Drake's fans don't know nothing about that nigga, don't care about nigga, don't know about this rap battle, don't care about this rap battle, don't know none of that shit, and it's not gonna fake Drake at all, Drake's still gonna be marketable, but, but, his reputation though, his brand as far as rapping goes, and as far as like, some people go, it's gonna take a hit, cause Drake is like the, you know, champagne poppy, the smooth guy, you know, gets all the girls, the good guy, but if it turns out that you're not acknowledging, cause, and people are like, oh, it's nothing to have your kid privacy, no, private is different, private is you don't have your kid, you, you have a kid, yes, I have a child, Carrie Washington, I have a child, you'll never see him, that's my business, they not in Hollywood, that's private, this nigga is not acknowledging that he has a kid at all, and, and won't, and, and according to the, the rumors, is keeping his baby mama, who is a porn star, out of the country, and won't even let them, won't even let him come into the country, and just operate as if he's single, and has no responsibilities, he's not even acknowledging his child, and according to her, some tweets that people dug up, and push, he's a deadbeat, like he's not even supporting the child, he's not, he don't see, the, he ain't see, well he's supporting it, but he ain't seen the child in months, he's not in the child's life at all, so that's why that line about your daddy left you, and now you've abandoned your son, that was some cold, cold, cold shit, because I have said before, Drake is like the epitome of the misogynistic rapper who takes it out on women, you know, because he bitter about his dad leaving him and shit, like the textbook case, so that was a cold, cold, that was, that part right there was introspective, that part right there took some thought, that part right there was evolved, where Pusher was like, nigga, you, you out here treating your kid like any kind of way, because you just mad because your dad left at five, meanwhile, you got your dad all on the, all on the, you know, showing him off with these Steve Harvey zoot suits on, and you, you know, damaging every woman in your life, holding them, you know, bitter and mean to them, because you, you know, you mad about, you know, your mom and them getting divorced at five, like, that was some, that was some, some couch therapy shit that, that push your hit away, that was actually cold, but, um, you know, but this son shit, it gotta be true, if it's not true, then it don't sting quite as much, I happen to think it's true though, so I'm curious to see what's gonna happen, I'm curious to see what's gonna happen, but all these people talking about, oh, Pusher already ruined his brand, no he didn't, these niggas, don't nobody give a fuck, you, niggas all, all over the world, the only rap niggas, and, and certain rap niggas, know about Pusha T, these niggas don't know shit about Pusha T, I know who he is, and I don't give a fuck, I told you, I, ain't, I can't be listening to no drug rap from, to, for 20 years, and so he ain't ruining nothing for Drake, but he is, it is gonna hit, if he turns out to be a deadbeat, it is gonna, gonna damage his image a little bit, cause even Chris Brown was a complete fuck up, and did basically the same thing, just fucked some random groupie chick and got her pregnant, but acknowledged his child, like he acknowledged his child, like from the day he never, you know, hid her, he got her all on the gram, and you know, takes care of her, you know, got joint custody of her and everything, 
So you gonna look, you supposed to be the good guy, you gonna look real terrible if it turns out that you got this kid that you've been hiding, you ain't even in his life, you just sending money, you ain't never seen that nigga. <laughs> and, and you hiding your baby mama, who happens to be a porn star, like, you're shameful, like, <laughs> that's gonna be a kick in the head, my dude. Um, yeah, so... We'll see, but I I tend to think. First, I thought it wasn't. I was like, nah, he drink because drink. So if it is true, then I don't know what you're doing, Aubrey. Like you fell into your own trap because that's basically what Drake does. Drake lets you, you know, pokes at you a little bit, pries at you, lets you really go, and then he hits you with like some personal shit, like you know, like he did with me, where like clearly Nikki had been telling him stuff. Oh, even you know, I I don't even talk about this ever again. Even when she tells you he's better as friends, like you know, it was like little shots to let you know, yo, I know your girl. I knew your girl before you. I'm gonna know your girl after you. Personal, like little shit. That's what Drake does. So that's why I'm surprised that he would have this kind of secret out there and go at somebody like Push, who got the same seven braids he not had for the past twenty years, and you know clearly don't give a fuck, and think that he wouldn't hit even on a rumor, think that he wouldn't hit him like this. Unless, like I said, it's not true. Because if it's not true, then you might not care. Like, all right, whatever, nigga. You rapping rumors and you'll hit him back in, his, in your response. Like, nigga, you's a dumbass. You rapping rumors. I've been, you know. But if it's true, you kind of fell in your own trap, my dude. Because now, you know, your shit is out there. So, you know, you're going to look crazy to certain people, you know, if it turns out to be true. Because now you're just going to be looking like what Push said, the Debbie dad. Because you wear this, this nigga's almost, what, two now? So you've been hiding this nigga for two years. You done been in relationships with people, Serena, Rihanna, you know, allegedly. And, you know, you done had this kid this whole time. Like, that's wild, B. Um, but, but... I'm enjoying the rap battle. I'm enjoying the jokes. Y'all niggas had me up all night with these jokes, y'all. This shit is funny. This shit is, you know, some people say Pusha went too bad, too far because he talked about his friend. First y'all said Sickle said about 40. Then y'all said MS. Um, I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think he went too far. I think talking about the man was, <laughs> he basically said this man is killing over and about to die. <laughs> I thought that was over the line. But, again, Drake started it, like, nigga, you the one that stepped over first, so you can't, you know, you mentioned the man fiance, but you made it personal, so, again, like, you know, like, I always tell people, once you start, once you, once you start some shit, you can't, you gotta expect whatever, if you, you gotta expect whatever that person brings back to you, you know what I mean, like, people think they can go out here putting their hands on people, and then when the person turn around and beat the shit out of you, oh, you have to do all that, nigga, you didn't have to put your hands on that person, you didn't, you started it, and when you start with a person, you don't know what that person's gonna do, you don't know who that person is, are they crazy, how far are they gonna take it, you started it, and so now, if they turn around and beat, stomp you into the ground, you started it, so yeah, I think it was too far, um, but hey, you started it, so it's rap. You know, Jay went too far with the condoms. They, Jay's mom made him apologize. I mean, it's a lot. It's been diss records that went too far. Like all y'all niggas, no such thing as too far. It is a such thing as too far. We just don't care. <laughs> like that, you went too far. But yeah, there's a such thing as too far. I think a nigga that, that has a fatal disease, or I don't know too much about MS, but I know it can be fatal. And I, I know, you know talking about this man, like, oh, he's real sick, y'all don't know how long he got left, I mean, that's going too far, but, don't mean we ain't gonna listen, but, you know, there's no such thing as too far, yeah, it kinda is, talking about people's moms, talking about their fiancés, he said Drake's mother's name, too, the, oh, Lord have mercy, it's so disrespectful, all that shit is going too far, 
but it's good for rap and it's good for the summer and when RB, I don't know, RB might have to get back in the studio and redo his album if he's finished, I don't know if he's finished, he, he said it was coming out in June, he might have to do some tweaks to it, um but um yeah, that, that, that was that, that, that was a treat, that was a joy um so we, we'll see what you got coming, Aubrey. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I actually am very confident that you're gonna have, you're gonna come back with something, and it's gonna be deadly, I, I, cause I don't think you have no choice, niggas talking about, oh, he should let it go, you can't let it go, like, you can't let it go, like, you can't let, first of all, he's light-skinned, he's Scorpion, Scorpio, he's never, light-skinned people never gonna let you get the last word, that's period, we're very dangerous when we're cornered, we're extremely petty, and we're, y'all always underestimate us, and that's, again, why all y'all hurt now, and all got a story about what light skin did you wrong, because y'all, y'all always underestimate us, and we've been fighting all our lives, so I very much expect for him to come back hard, um, so we shall see, so moving on to Roseanne being canceled, now, I have I don't follow Roseanne on Twitter, but I'm aware of her racist tweets. I mean, I'm aware she's been a Trump tweeter for a while. Um, the writer, a writer left a, th- a couple weeks ago, one of the writers left, and they said it like, oh, she's booked, but I, I, I didn't think it was because she was booked, because, I mean, when you took the job, you knew what it was. Who, who quits in, like, the middle of the first season talking about, oh, I have other stuff? Like, you contracted to write for that show. So I didn't ever believe that. I thought, I thought that was, you know a sign, and then the second sign, they said, you know, their ratings, although still high, the show was still highly rated, but it had lost, like, 20, I think they said 20%, or 12%, something with a 2, it was either 12 or 20, dropping ratings from the original, because people just were getting, you know, turn, tune in to see what it was, and then niggas was like, oh, I don't like this, and it was dropped, to the point where, and I think it dropped even some more, and Roseanne just kept tweeting, and, and, and um, they announced a couple weeks ago that, you know, the second season was going to steer away from the politics and focus more on the family because the ratings were dropping. Um, then next thing you know, and Roseanne's still tweeting the whole time, and I don't follow Roseanne, I don't follow none of these Trump people, but apparently she was still tweeting, and, um, so yesterday, she tweeted, and she's done this before, I understand, but yesterday, she tweeted that Valerie Plame, no, not Valerie Plame, I don't know, some black lady that used to be in Obama's administration was a monkey, basically she got on Twitter and called a black woman a monkey, now y'all know white people don't think that racism is anything but hanging you from a tree calling you nigger, there's very few things that white people think is actually racism lynching, you know, hanging you from a tree, they acknowledge it, that's racism okay, but you know alright, sure, nigger yes, calling the person nigger is racist, and the other thing is a monkey Calling a black person a monkey, it's race. Those are the only three things, three things on white people's list that make you a racist, and those are the three. Everything else is not racism. But calling a nigger, hanging, and monkey. And she got on on Twitter and called this black woman a monkey. And she's called people monkeys before, but this time was different, I guess. Because the head of ABC, or the, one of the heads of ABC is a black woman. And they basically decided, you know what, we're canceling, they a two-line press release, it was like, what she tweeted was abhorrent, and some other words, was two lines, and we're canceling it. And, good. Because, you know, I've said, since Trump got into office, a lot of these white people have been just emboldened, and it's like, they think they won a culture war, and like, they think they, that some shit is over, and it's like, we, we won, and they lost, and they're all libtards, and you know, we get to call people niggers again, and you know, 
do all the shit that, you know, we can't, we would never do before, but now that Trump's in office and makes it all right, we can do it. And, you know, and because. And I've said and I've been saying that you haven't won anything. This man was in placed in that office that by the Russians who rigged and hacked our, I mean, the evidence is there. They hacked our, our, our elections. They colluded with Trump to get him elected. And he lost, and he got, y'all got him in there, but he lost the popular vote by a whole lot. So he's not the majority. He never was a majority and people are not here for it. And they are taking this election as some, again, as some kind of sign. It's like, you know, they all they're trying to make all this right. Oh, we're going to have a, a right wing channel just for who you think is watching this. You are there's your your audience is not growing. It's shrinking because it's all old white people. Um, nobody else, and they all watch Fox and they get everything through Fox. And if it ain't on Fox, they're not going to watch it. So this Roseanne show, it's like they 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 got on TV. And it's like she thought she could say all this shit and be all this Trump supporter because, hey, we won, so clearly the country is going our way. No, we have more people. 65 million people in this country voted for Hillary Clinton. Y'all are, your base is not where the country is going. We just were dumbasses and and didn't do our duty as citizens and allowed you to get into office. And, you know, we might all go burn down in hell for that shit, and, and it might be, you know, the damage is probably irreparable, but that doesn't mean that you, you have the culture, and it's just been bugging me, it's like, why would you bring Roseanne back? She has been on, on Twitter, been a racist forever, and then, you know, people were like, oh, well, ABC doesn't get any credit, because they shouldn't have put her on the first place, listen, 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 the show was popular, I'm sure they did the test and all of that and figured out it was going to be popular. Everybody bring your old shit back. We know nobody, you know, there's no fresh ideas. All this new content and new creators and new people with all these great ideas out there. And they just keep bringing back the shit from the 80s and 90s that nobody wants, you know. But Roseanne was a show. It makes sense to bring back. It's a very popular show. Maybe they said, let's try and bring it back. It was, you know... The, the ABC is a network, is what I'm trying to say their, their job is to put on programming if they see something that's going to bring in the sponsorship money, it's going to make money, a show that was a powerhouse like Roseanne, they're going to put that shit on who knows what she agreed to, who knows what stipulations were, maybe they told her you got to not tweet, You got. I'm sure they did I'm sure they told her all that shit, but she Roseanne Barr, so she's going to do what she wants to do regardless, and that's what she did and she did it to the point where they canceled it, and so I think that's a big deal, because since Trump has been in office, these white people have been doing what they want, saying what they want, including a um, asshole in chief, and there's been no repercussions, and they gaslighting us, and talking to us like we crazy, and everything is two sides, and nothing's racist, and like, you know, it's just a difference of opinion, and it's okay to call Mexican rapists, and you know, it's okay to shoot unarmed people, and you know, just gaslighting us, like, like we just crazy, and all this shit is just regular, and what they, and you know, what's the problem? So, the fact that they snatched that show off air, I don't care. It's a big deal, because it's a consequence, and nobody else is doing it. Everybody else is bending over backwards in the knots, justifying, oh, let's look at their side, and the poor economic voters, since this motherfucker won. All we've been hearing about is poor economic voters, and let's hear their side, and they have a, you know, oh, that's what you get, that's why they voted for you, because you make fun of them on the news, and all this bullshit, and they're so persecuted, and nobody wants to understand them. No, we don't. We don't want to understand them. You're racist, and you're bigoted, and you voted for this fool for no reason, other 
then he told you that he was going to um, put them fucking niggers and Mexicans in their place. Because that's all he promised. He didn't promise anything else, and that's why you voted for him. So, no, we don't have to hear you out. Yes, we're going to make fun of you. Yes, we're going to talk shit about you. Because you're fucking deplorable, racist-ass people, and it's not okay. And it's never going to be okay. We don't want to hear your side. We don't want to hear nothing you got to say because nothing you have to say is new. It's the same old bullshit that our parents and grandparents and everybody been fighting. You don't want to move out of the way. It's the twilight of the deplorables because pretty soon you're going to be moved whether you want to move or not because the numbers are just moving in our favor. And, you know, we fell down on the job. We could have kept it pushing with Hillary and really got y'all the fuck out of here. But, you know, niggas wanted to fuck around, so now who knows. But, um, yeah. So, it's a big deal. Because ABC did all these other shit, it's been other people saying shit, and we got Jimmy Kimmel coming out, and people, oh, just because she said a bad thing, people think, people, these white people, you know, they just think that saying, these are just people saying things, and saying, oh, it's unpopular, anytime you say something unpopular, it's not about being unpopular, you have a man in office who are making these things so, he is, he is, authorizing and putting people into positions who are making these things so. It's not just that it's unpopular to call Mexican criminals. You have a fucking president in the White House who's enacting laws and writing things and, and that is allowing the Border Patrol to shoot people and separate people and sell, lose children. It's, it's things that are affecting real people's lives and that's what you dumb assholes don't understand. You want it to be like it's a, a, a debate or difference of opinion. Oh, he said something unpopular, no, you're saying something that is empowering and emboldening these people to the point where they voted for people into office who are doing these things that are destroying people's lives that are persecuting people and 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 doing all kind of fuck shit to people and you sitting back like it's a joke, like oh it's just a tweet, it's just a, a difference of opinion no it's fucking not, it's not and when we get that motherfucker out of there however we get him out of there, he's gonna come out of there at one point, even if he got, even if he get reelected, he got to come out there at some point. And when he does, and you motherfuckers got to crawl, but there's gonna be a reckoning. I promise you. I promise you. You motherfuckers are gonna pay for this. I don't know how. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I promise to God, y'all are gonna pay for this. Y'all are gonna pay for this. This will not stand. All y'all motherfuckers out here calling people niggers and calling the cops on people because you know they the black person not doing what you want right then. So you are gonna call the cop? I'm, I swear to God. I swear to God, it's going to be a reckoning for this shit. It will. I just, it just will. Because it just, it just, we come too far. It's 2018, we're not trying to go back to that bullshit. And, 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 it's, it's, there will be. So, um, fuck Roseanne, fuck the show, shout out to ABC, y'all don't want to give them no credit, but I'm giving them credit, because they're the only ones that have done anything like this, all these other, all these other people, all they do is make excuses, and, and, you know, got stories, and bidding themselves in the, you know, two sides and everything, and ABC was like, nah, that's it, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, and it wasn't just ABC, it was Disney, their parent company, Disney, actually, the story I read, Disney called and was like, all right, that's an, I had been reading a little bit up on it, apparently Roseanne been getting on eight nerves for a minute, the first writer left, then they was like, yo, you gotta stay off the Twitter, then she came on, like, damn, nobody tell me what to do, I don't stay off Twitter, then, um, you know, she tweeted this thing, then Wanda Sykes came out talking about she quitting, Wanda, I'm looking at you funny, cause I don't know why you was on there in the first place, because Roseanne been racist and been tweeting racist, and I don't know why you'd be writing for that show, and all the cast and crew, I don't care about y'all neither, cause y'all knew that bitch was racist, and so y'all, everybody acting so shocked, oh, who knows she would, everybody, just about everybody, um, so, 
but you know, it wasn't it wasn't just ABC. It was and Disney. Everybody, because again, again, white people don't care that you're being racist, but you can't be sloppy racist. Or you used to can't be. You got the sloppiest racist in office now, so people feeling free. But some white people, old, so we'll call them the old school. They still certain things. Again, those three things: you can't lynch them, you can't call them nigger, and you can't call a monkey. And when you're doing that, you making us now you being the white trash. You are making us look bad. We don't say those things publicly. We don't, you know, that's we don't do that. And so they snatch the show off. And good riddance. Um, I didn't watch not one episode of it because listen, I told y'all last week with with yay the, the Trump shit. I don't play with that. That's serious business. That motherfucker's a traitor. That motherfucker's working for a foreign power. That motherfucker is putting us in danger. That motherfucker don't have no respect for the law, the constitution, the courts, the office, nothing. He is just in to rob and steal and make himself rich and make his kids rich and point his kids to positions they have no qualifications, education, or nothing for. And it's just a fucking disgrace. And he got us out here looking fucking stupid. And he's getting military people killed with his incompetence and his dumbassery. And, and I just, I don't play with that shit I do not play with that shit I don't want to hear it I'm, I'm dead, I found out you voted for that nigga You's a fucking idiot, don't talk to me Like, I just, it's not Now, times like these, you have to pick a side You're on the side of right, or you're on the side of wrong It ain't just two sides in gray area Y'all keep trying to make it You're the fucking racist bigot, or you not And a lot of y'all don't have no problem Lining up with the racist bigots, and that's fine Y'all on that side I'm on this side don't come over here, and I will not go over there, I don't play with that shit fuck Trump, everything he stand for, and fuck you, and anybody that voted for him and anybody that goes up for that shit, so yeah, okay that's it, that's all I gotta say about this episode, this is episode 155 in case I didn't say it at the beginning um, I don't know maybe we'll call this what's beef yeah there you go, boom, I got me an episode title at the end of the episode, I'm, I'm doing good um, oh, let me give y'all Genghis Kicks um again, it's another slow week, um I got, I'm putting, I'm put these slides up I'm a, I think these slides are dope, y'all tell me what y'all think, um, I would wear the shit out of these slides, matter of fact, I might need to try to find out where to get these slides at, um, and then LeBron's first, um, shoe is coming out, the soldier um it's a little chunky and clunky for me, but as far as the basketball shoe go, I mean, it's kind of dope. I never, I got one pair. I didn't, I liked the LeBron eights and nines. Um, and then they started getting ugly and I didn't like some of the earlier ones too. I like the twos, I think. So I have the, I have a pair of his eights and I have a pair of the twos. The rest of them I think are ugly. Um, but I'm gonna put these soldier ones up cause I know they're popular and they're not, they okay. I just, I wouldn't wear them, but I'm gonna put them up. They okay. And then, um, Nike releasing the Atmos connection for the spring. Eh, these are eh, the Air Maxes. Um, the red, there's some red and black ones on here I like. They they okay, but not super crazy about them. But I mean, you know, they are right for the summer. And then, um, again, there's some more colorways of two seventies. I ain't gonna put them up though. I don't put up so many two seventies, but two seventy keep coming out with some dope, dope, dope colorways. Um. And then Nike's got some ACGs out that, um, I mean, I don't, they're all right. I, I'll put them up. Somebody will like, I mean, they cool, but I, you know, y'all will see, and y'all, y'all tell me what y'all think about them. Um, yeah, and that's it for this week, uh, episode 155. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, um, 
telling your friends, more more listeners going up. I see y'all adding me. I see y'all quoting me. <laughs> Thanks. Tell excuse me. I'm sorry. Tell your friends. Rate me on iTunes. Rate me on SoundCloud. Thanks. I've been checking the email. Nobody been writing me, but it's thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. I appreciate y'all. Um, and see you next week. Peace.